the, the technology itself shouldn't be the thing that we're pushing. I want you to tell me why you want that specific software. So once you understand the business needs and how the business works, that's when the MSP or the technology service provider will go in and say, you know what, for your particular case, you should be using this. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast, and I appreciate you listening to this episode. And if you've been listening this year, you know that we hit 1600 episodes and we're doing something a little bit different where we're repurposing our favorite episodes around certain categories, topics, or as I like to call them, business pillars that we think are going to be extremely impactful for CEOs, entrepreneurs, business owners, and what I like to call the CV Nation architects who are looking to level up their organizations. This month is around technology. We're a technology company that does dot, dot, dot. And technology is no longer an afterthought or something that you might do. It's actually a core part of your business. And if you're a real estate investor, you're using it. If you're a financial firm, you're using it. Cleaning company, author, speaker, you are using technology. And if you are in any type of business, you are using technology. And if you're not, then you're probably going to be disrupted by this. So this month, we're going to look into repurposing episodes that are around technology, whether that be firms or organizations that are actually investing in technology and have that as a core part of their mission and vision of what they're doing, or people that just might be using them as CEO hacks and CEO nuggets in ways that you can leverage them. So remember that we're all a technology company that does dot, 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 or a technology organization that does dot, dot, dot. So sit back and enjoy this special episode of the IMCEO podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gretch from the IMCEO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today at Victor Calabrese of Deathside. Victor, it's great to have you on the show. Awesome to be here. Yeah, super excited to have you on. And before we jump to the interview, I want to read a little bit more about Victor so you can hear about some of the awesome things that he's working on. Improving problem solver, uncanny ability to connect with people. He executes and gets results through continuous learning, health and fitness and emotionally balanced life. Victor strives to be the best version of himself in order to provide leadership and long-term improvements for his employees, clients, family, and friends. He is an agile, quality-focused operational driver, critical thinker, and primary tech leader credited with automating hundreds of business processes. And being a strategically focused executive that values security, Victor has helped companies mitigate risk while improving efficiencies by leveraging the right technology. Most companies don't even know how vulnerable they are, or they can improve many of their processes by leveraging the right tech. So that's why Victor's here. So Victor, super excited to have you on. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, let's make it happen then. So to kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Yeah, man. So I started back. It's Every time somebody asks me this, it keeps getting one year more, right? So it's <laughs> it's it's been 26 years that I've been in the IT game. I started back on, on believe it or not, a construction trailer. That's how I got started back before servers were a thing in an office suite. I was working for my dad. My dad's always been in construction. And back when I started, I got out of school. So I was a little more tech savvy than most of the people that are out there. And they just started getting servers on at, at, at offices. So being in construction, offices are trailers. You put them on site, you have a trailer, and they got the server and nobody knew what to do with it, right? So they would set it up, it would break, it would come online, it would be offline. 
So me being the young kid was a little bit into the technology stuff. I started playing with it and I fell in love with it. And that's how my entire technology career started. And I just started learning more and more and more. I became a tech at that point. I started doing a lot more technology-oriented stuff. But I was also always enamored with the business world, right? So I love business. I love business operations. I love the financial aspect. So after I finished my master's in information systems management, I went back and got my MBA. And with the marriage of those two degrees, I was able to start my executive leadership career in the IT industry. I think it's so huge because I almost feel like, and I don't know if you feel the same way, that there's a art to learning how to learn as well, too. So it's almost as if once you start to continuously learn new things, continue to scratch the surface and get better, it helps you to learn how to do other things sometimes that we aren't really as natural in doing because you learn the art of learning, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And there's different ways. People are, there's different types of learners, right? There's auditory, there's visual, there's people that have to experientially learn. So you have to learn what type of learner you are. And then you're absolutely right. You go and you learn something new, something that you may not like. And and you know how many books I've started that I just never finished, right? And that's okay. You just start, you go through it and maybe something that you love. There's other stuff that I just fell into that I love that I'm like, wow, I want to learn more about this kind of this topic. So yeah, you're absolutely right. Just keep learning whatever it is. You'll find the stuff that excites you and the stuff that just turns you off and you just walk away or just keep going. Yeah, absolutely. Something that we didn't, we didn't learn from school that you can actually take a book, read it and realize it's not for you and put it down and actually try and find ultimately like what is your thing. So absolutely love that you've been able to do that. And, and you mentioned being able to get your MBA, get your your your, your master's in, in technology as well too. And I almost feel like those two worlds are starting to, to merge together where you always hear that you're the business that does technology or this business that does technology. It's not that these are two separate worlds. So I imagine that's a lot of what you help out clients with. So I wanted to drill down more here a little bit more about what you're doing at that side, how you're making that impact that the clients you work with. Yeah. Yeah, and it's actually that's a, that's a really great point. So, so one of the reasons why we started that side because we had another company, another MSP back in the day that we ended up selling in 2016. It was more of a traditional MSP where they focus more on the technology. They actually separate the need of business with technology, as as you had pointed out, because. One of the biggest things that they used to say there is let us concentrate on the technology so that you could concentrate on what you do best, your business, right? Well, you're absolutely right. I saw it after we exited that business. I saw that that technology scheme has changed. You can't separate business from technology anymore. It's actually one of the reasons why we built that side. That side has a very big focus on business needs, procedural needs, and the technology that would best fit or best serve that need. So we bring those two together. So I can talk business with a CEO or COO, an executive leader, and actually say, tell me about the business points. Don't worry about technology. Technology we'll talk about later. But talk to me about the operational needs, the efficiencies, your P&L, your financial needs. Talk to me about those things. And then from there, those are the business needs that we can then plug in technology. Maybe there is a better accounting package. Maybe there is a better a system that will automate a process or make your employees more efficient. But that's more of a discovery kind of thing, right? Once you got all the foundational technology in place, which every single MSP can do these days, what they can't do is then look at the business seeds and bring in the right technology to serve those needs. Yeah, that, that's so powerful. And, and I almost feel like it's meeting people or organizations where there are. And it almost feels like the way that you approach it, technology becomes a tool. We don't get ruled by technology, which we sometimes feel like we have to we have to do this 
piece of software because this is the only software that there is. When you have that kind of, it sounds like business foundation focus, you start to realize and, and figure out what things fit into ultimately reach your business goals. Am, am I right in saying that? Yeah, absolutely. And you hit on another important point that 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 really it's it's a pet peeve that I have with many of my competitors out there is I don't care what technology solves the problem, right? I don't care if it's in Microsoft or Google or if it's Zoho. The the technology itself shouldn't be the thing that we're pushing. I want you to tell me why you want that specific software. So once you understand the business needs and how the business works, that's when the MSP or the technology service provider will go in and say, you know what, for your particular case, you should be using this. And that's where we should be doing better as a technology industry, not so much serving our margin, but serving the business needs and bringing the right technology to the table to serve those needs. Yeah, then it makes more, more so much sense. So I appreciate you enlightening me and breaking that down because I think so many times you, you want people to, to walk the walk instead of just talk the talk or do a combination yeah. of both. And I think so few people actually walk the walk. So I love that you've been able to do that. So would you consider that to be what I like to call your secret sauce? And this could be for yourself individually, the business or a combination of both, but it's essentially what you feel sets you apart and makes you unique. Do you think it's your ability to, to, to for lack of a better term, sounds like empower your clients and customers so that they can ultimately reach their, their business goals and their, their, their aspirations? Yeah, absolutely. So, so the, the, there's three pieces to our secret sauce. The thing that, that made us change from the traditional managed services model to what we call TSP or technology success partner. The one is that vendor agnostic piece where we are truly vendor agnostic. We're going to look for the vendors that best suit the need of the business, not the vendor that's going to make us the most money because we're increasing our margin. The other one is all around, um, the other one's all around the technology success partner where we come in, understand business and can actually bring solutions that will make the business more efficient or solve a business problem. The third one that that is, is really big these days and that a lot of my competitors out there are really not able to solve is the technology security piece, right? There is a split within the MSP market where there's now an MSP, which is a managed service provider. And there is an MSSP, a managed security service provider. And those two are actually two separate companies and they'll could actually work with each other. So one will contract the other to work as the security arm where now the client has to deal with two separate vendors. That side solves that problem by doing both. So we are both an MSP and an MSSP and we understand security. And we not only understand security where we're pitching all these things to the client, but we're actually doing that stuff ourselves. So we are 100%. It's one of our core values. Security is actually something that is one of our core values. We talk to our employees about it. We live it. I have a Ubico key that, that accesses every single thing that I have. MFA is foundational for everything we do. Um, so we understand security. We understand how it's a layered approach and making sure that we have these different layers within the organization ourselves as well as our clients is really important to making sure that they're secure. Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. And and I don't know if you, I appreciate you sharing each of those aspects of your secret sauce. And so I wanted to switch gears a little bit. And I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. This might be an app, a book, or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? So with, with me, it, it, it's all about preparation. So the traditional Monday to Friday doesn't work for me. I, I like to be at least a day before. So I end up starting my week on a Sunday. 
Um, I prepare on that Sunday where you don't have all the emails, you don't have all the employees bothering you later on. And then this is not something that that other CEOs aren't doing. I know a lot of CEOs are doing this stuff. So you start on a Monday and I end up ending on a Saturday. So I'm working seven days a week, but it's not truly work because I do enjoy it. But my hack is actually being ahead and, and after the fact of everything that's happening. I'm always trying to get some sort of list, some sort of thing going, making sure that my my emails are all done, my checklists are all done. So start early, plan. I like starting my day at least two hours before anybody else does. And I end up ending my day an hour after everybody else does. But that's my little hack. Appreciate you for sharing that. And so I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this is a little bit more of a word of wisdom or a piece of advice. It might be something that you might be packing away in your book or something you might tell your younger business self if you were to hop into a time machine. Yeah, it, 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 that's, that's awesome. It is absolutely in my book, but the one piece of nugget is take care of yourself. That, that, that is one of the things that is so overlooked because I see so many very successful people dead at 55, dead at 60 years old or not happy, right? So one of the things that I tell everybody is you have to take care of yourself with nutrition, with working out, with continuous learning, with there's so many different facets, but all those things do such a great service to you being able to access what I coined your true potential. And being able to access your true potential will actually get you to where you want to be faster than if you're trying to just grind all the time and just get all that work done by just working, 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 right? So take care of yourself first. Um, and then from there, you can start accessing your true potential. True potential will allow you to do so much more with less time. And then you'll see everything else just start falling into place. Awesome. 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 So I wanted to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Victor, what does being a CEO mean to you? To me, it's being the number one educator in the, in the organization. The, one, the, the leader is the one that is able to teach. And I spend a lot of time just teaching everyone else because the, the, the reality of it is if you're doing all the work, you're never going to get anywhere, right? And trying to give work to other people that don't really understand it is not going to get you far either. So what you want to do is be there, teach them, um, get them to a point where they're doing more than you can ever do. And then you just start replicating that and replicating that and replicating that. And before you know it, you have a crew of people that are doing way more than you're able to do by yourself. And that's when you start being successful. Absolutely appreciate that, Victor. Of course, I appreciate your time even more. So what I want to do now was pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people can get a hold of you, find out about your upcoming book and all the awesome things that you're working on. Yeah, absolutely. So best place to, to, to find the, about the company is deskside.com. We're on every single social media platform as Deskside TSP. And again, I want to be a resource for those people, even if it's just to, to have a conversation. My MSP told me X, Y, and Z. Well, that sounds right. That doesn't sound right. I'd love to be there for that. But again, deskside.com or LinkedIn is another platform that we use as deskside TSPs is where you can find. Please reach out. It'll be awesome for, for me to help. Yeah, absolutely. And to make it even easier, we'll have the links and information in the show notes as well, too, so that everybody can follow up with you. Thank you so much for empowering so many organizations us today as well. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for having me on the show. Love the show and listening to a bunch of episodes. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. 
Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. IMCEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Check out the latest and greatest apps, books, and habits to level up your business at ceohacks.co. This has been the IMCEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.